Hello, world, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. It's Monday, February 8th, 2021. This is episode 459 in the works. Let's put one in for the archives for the temperature here in central New York. It's 12 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like one. Highs are going to be about 23 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the west, southwest, 8 miles per hour. We have a lake effect snow warning right now. About 7 to 10 inches were expected. We have a good show. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff and things when we come back. Dive into our quote. And uh, much, much more. So thankful you found me. We'll be right back. Let's do this thing. Do it. And welcome back. I don't know if you noticed the intro music was a little different. I used Soundtrap the other day, last night, and made that beat on my own. I liked it. I'll probably use it again for the show. It's Right now, I'm kind of in a mania, so I'm feeling very creative and uh, no sleep or anything like that. And I was feeling like, I want to make some beats for the show. All right, let's dive into our quote. This is from Kristen, Kristen Butler. This is what Kristen says. You are not here to make others understand you. You are here to understand yourself. I like that. You are not here to make others understand you. You are here to understand yourself. All righty. Thank you, Kristen Butler, for that. Before we dive into the rest of the show, I have to stop for a moment and let you know that um, you know how there's so much misinformation that's being shared right now everywhere. I fell victim to it, and then I shared misinformation to you. And I'm sorry, and I want to square it up right now. The misinformation I shared, there was two things. Well, there's probably been a lot more on my show. But um, if you do follow the show, you know, not that long ago, I was talking about birds and squirrels. And I said how birds remember where they put all their stash and squirrels don't remember that they just kind of go by chance. And then I corrected myself and I said, well, there's certain squirrels that remember, but gray squirrels don't. So the other day I was over visiting my oldest daughter and she's like, hey, Pops, I watched this cool show documentary all about squirrels. And do you know that squirrels can remember, I think she said like 9,000 different places and that in the wintertime or when it becomes to the time to start remembering, their brains actually get a little bit larger. And I was like, what? I go, except for gray squirrels though, right? Gray squirrels, they don't remember. And she's like, no, gray squirrels, all squirrels, Dad. Like, oh boy. I said, I just talked about that on my podcast. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, there's my misinformation that I shared. My other misinformation that, all right. My other misinformation that I shared to you the other day was um, I was like talking about the longest running TV shows here and um, in America. And The Simpsons, I said, was the longest-running one at 32 years. But some of my listeners let me know. They're like, hey, what about soap operas? What about stuff like that? Yeah, so like The Guiding Light, 57 years. General Hospital, 57 years. As the world turns, 54 years. 
days of our lives, 55 years. Sesame Street? Why didn't I even think of Sesame Street? Sesame Street's been around as long as I have. It's 51 years old. The Price is Right, 48 years old. The Young and the Restless, 47. One Life to Live, 44 years. Saturday Night Live, why did I not think of SNL? 45 years. All My Children, 41 years. I could keep going and going and going. <laughs> so uh, Wheel of Fortune, 37 years. Jeopardy, 36 years. Mr. Rogers was on for 33 years. The Bold and the Beautiful was on for 33 years. Cops was on for 31 years. All right, enough with the years and the... So thank you, Lisa Al, for clarifying that and some of my other listeners just letting me know. They were like, hey, um, I think you're wrong. So see how easy it is to share misinformation, even something so simple. Because I wasn't trying to be nefarious or anything like that. But it just goes to show how easy it can be to do that. So, yeah, we got lots of snow the other day. And uh, it was, I had to go out two times and shovel. And if you follow the show, I've just said how I've only had to go out maybe three times total this season. There's times that I have to go out three times in one day, while the other day I had to go out two times and I've already been out this morning and shoveled and cleared the driveway. And I'll have more to do because, like I said, there's more snow in the forecast. And there's more to go in the show, too, in our show forecast. So stick around. When we come back, we'll dive into some more stuff and things. We'll be right back. Thank you for coming back. So if you do follow the show, which I hope you do, you, you can subscribe to the show. That way you know whenever I have a new podcast, you can do that right on Apple. You can also do it on Anchor now. If you follow the show, you know that I had some Anchor woes. My Anchor woes are finally over after 40 emails later. They have finally fixed the issue where I was unsearchable on the mobile app. On the desktop, you could still find me, but the Anchor mobile app, for since December 14th, I've been unrecognizable. It just shows up that this podcast is no longer available. So yeah, that was frustrating. So my anchor woes are finally fixed. And um, I forgot what else I was going to say. But um, I had a nice family, I'm going to jump all over, nice family Zoom meeting the other day, which was really nice. I got to see a bunch of my aunts and uncles and my mom and my little sister. And it was just nice. Zoom meetings are weird. I've only done a couple. It's a little difficult to know who's going to talk next. So you have to be patient. And I'm a talker and I was in a mania. So it was kind of hard, but it was fun. Uh, it was really nice too. I got a text from both my daughters the other day. Two texts in one day from two, uh, my daughters. And it just made my day. They're grown, but it just made my day. And it just felt so nice and... It was nice. Uh, I uh, finally caved and fed the birds the other day. I'm having bird feeder woes. I got a new groovy bird feeder, and the birds were doing great on it. And still these, I don't know what type of bird they are, but they're smaller than a crow. They're about the size of a morning dove. 
and they just come in and I finally caved and I'm, I was feeling bad for the birds because we had all that snow and it was cold and I fed them, fed them and then like bam in 60 seconds it was gone it was gone just they come up like I said look like zombies looking for brains and just scatter all the bird seed out of the bird feeder and then then just take off and uh sometimes they'll eat the bird feed that's fallen on the ground but at least the birds are eating it some but it feeds the squirrels more and if i wanted to feed the squirrels i would have got a squirrel feeder i want to feed the birds and if you're like you are feeding the birds i am but there's i want to like the little chickadees and the finches and the woodpecker and the cardinals and the blue jays and all that they don't demolish when they come up and eat so i don't mind feeding the other birds if they want to eat great but it's the way they go about it i wish i could go out and scold them and say hey you're more than welcome to the bird food but it's like a three-year-old or a two-year-old in a china shop you're just like oh my gosh what, what's gonna happen next it's a nightmare all right, I'm all over the place. What else was I going to talk about? Oh, we have my upcoming float at Aqua Spa Float Center, Float and Wellness Center here in Oswego, New York. I've talked a bunch about Aqua Spa, and we have a we became members, and so once a month we have a float. They were just featured on our local news station and had an interview, which was awesome. I'm still trying to get them get an interview with Terry and Tammy. It might happen, it might not. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it just means it wasn't meant to be. But we still want to try out the infrared sauna, especially how cold it's been and all the shoveling. Maybe the infrared sauna would be something nifty to check out. I've only been in a sauna a couple times in my life. I've never done an infrared one. So you're getting the benefits from the light as well. All right, jumping topics again. Um, Tom Brady. Yeah, he is the GOAT. Like him or hate him, he's the GOAT. They just spanked Kansas City last night in the Super Bowl, 31-9. to And Kansas City's no joke, but Tom Brady, I mean, he... I'm not a fan of Tom Brady or the... It's because I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, so I, I'm not a fan of the Patriots. But I can appreciate greatness when I see it. And um, one of the things that I wanted to bring up was a, a pitcher, not a pitcher, a, um, uh, what's the word? I saw it on Twitter from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Dr. Tyson had said that um, Tom Brady was the 199th pick in the 2000 NFL draft which tells me that occasionally, if not often, people accessing your future potential based on past performance don't know crap about anything. But he didn't say crap. He said the other. And I'm trying to keep this family friendly. <laughs> so, yeah, Tom Brady does it again. Amazing, amazing win. All right, enough of that. When we come back, we'll dive into some more stuff and things. We'll be right back. Just like that, we're back. So I had to have, um, this show is all over the place today, and it's just like topic after whatever random topic. Had to have some brake work done on our new car. And you're like, new car, why brake work already? Because it's a 2019, but we have almost 34,000 miles on it, and I was hoping the brakes would last a little bit longer than that. 
and it was the rear brakes. I had to have the front brakes cleaned up back in October because they don't turn them or anything like that like they used to. They just clean them. But uh, whew, holy expensive for a brake job because our car, it's a 2019 Nissan Altima um, all-wheel drive, but the rear brakes are electric. And I guess it's more labor intensive and they're more expensive. So it was like, holy moly, donut shop. But the place that we bring our car, um, the name of the dealership was called Fusillos. And their nickname was the House of Huge. And ever since I've been in high school, the owner, Billy Fusillo, would have obnoxious commercials on the typical car salesman commercial that you can think of where he's screaming at the tv and then he would always be like you will be huge and he would just say that and everybody's heard it here in central new york for 30 plus years and the house of huge is kind of fallen because uh billy fusillo the owner of of that dealership that i was talking about where we bought our car, he ended up selling six, I believe six of his dealerships in and around the Syracuse area, a couple in Florida, his mansion in Florida, and his, uh, sold, sold, sold a bunch of stuff. And it's just amazing because those commercials, even though they were irritating and everything, they were just, you kind of got used to them and it's so weird not to hear them anymore. So we still had our service there because what happened when the dealership was sold, every one of the techs, every one of the salespeople, everybody stayed. So the dealer that bought them didn't clean house. He kept everybody. And we bought our car there. We've bought three cars there and had all of our service. I was always done there. So as long as they keep treating me well, I'll, I'll go for service there. I like to bring it to a you know reputable dealer and i didn't know much about him but we'll see how it goes all right jumping topic again i have a call tomorrow with casper the co-founder of carpe you've heard me talk about carpe a lot carpe is an under underarm antiperspirant um lotion but they also do all over body control so say you have sweaty hands they have a lotion for that or sweaty feet they have something for that thighs breasts um yeah they've just got a whole lineup and i made a commercial for them which i've talked about and it was fantastic and they've had me become one of their testers and they sent me out a new tube applicator because usually it's like the underarm is like a kind of like a traditional stick well, not kind of. It looks like a traditional stick, but it's got lotion inside of it or gel or lotion. But the new tube applicator works really well, way better than the stick. He's going to give me a call tomorrow for about 15 minutes and just kind of ask me what my thoughts are on it and everything. And I think that's kind of neat that they care. They really care about their customers. They care about the product they're making. And so... That's pretty cool. That would be neat to do that and talk with Casper. Last time I talked to him was um, when I shot the commercial. So that would be fun. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll bounce around a little bit more. We'll be right back. And we're back. I'm glad we took that little break. I'm so dry. I was out shoveling. 
like I said, and I was so dry, I was grabbing handfuls of snow and eating snow, letting it melt in my mouth. And I, in a survival situation, you're not supposed to do that, but I wasn't in a survival situation. I was just kind of thirsty. And it's like that really light, powdery snow right now. Even though it's a lake effect, we have the lake effect snow warning. The snow itself is very light and fluffy. Lake effect, though, means that the flake, they, they get clumped together and just get really big. I, and the lake is really close to us. If we threw a rock really hard, we might be able to hit it. We're closer to the river. Speaking of the river, I'm super excited. I passed my written part of my scuba diving class. Yay. I'm so excited for that. And uh, I said speaking of river because my open water is going to be in the St. Lawrence River. So the next step is waiting for spring till the water gets a little bit warmer. And we're going to do all of our pool work in the pool and then the open water dive at the St. Lawrence River over a shipwreck named the Key Storm, which I, I'm so excited for. I can't wait. It'll be awesome. And uh, shout out to Freedom Scuba in Baldwinsville and Coach. He's awesome. I really, I like him and Pete, my instructor. Good group of guys. Good. It's fun. I also want to thank Canadian politics is boring. You've heard me shout them out more than once, but they gave me a nice shout out the other day. Jesse did, a.k.a. Radio Mylar, who I've had on the show before. Him and his co-host, Reese, shouted me out, and it was really nice. They had a couple more than once, and they're a funny podcast. All right. Really can laughter funny podcast? They are. They're it's funny. It's anything but boring. Um, but it's all Canadian politics and other things. And uh, Reese will get stories of what's going on. And then he runs them by Jesse. And Jesse has his take on it. And uh, it's just good. Their chemistry is good. Their timing, their comedic timing is good. And you can tell they're enjoying what they're doing which is awesome. So thank you guys for the shout out. It means a lot when people are shouting you out, that's for sure. You're, you know, you're going to get some new listeners and people that might not have known about you, and especially since my anchor rose was making it so I couldn't be found for since December. Made a difference. And so um, thank you guys. I appreciate it. All right, when we come back, we're going to, that's, you know, that group, thing on top of our shoulders that's kind of heavy that's got gray matter in it yeah our brain we'll get a wrinkle on that when we come back if you feel like getting a wrinkle on your back on your on your back <laughs> no not a wrinkle on your back if you feel like getting a wrinkle on your brain come on back <laughs> oh boy we'll be right back ah all right, we are at the facts site. I like going over to the facts site and learning some random facts. And this is five interesting facts about the unicycle. Unicycle. I was like, why talk about the unicycle? And I'm like, why not? You know, the humble unicycle, trusted in transportation of jugglers and eccentrics and clowns. <laughs> 
It might not be the most esteemed mode of transportation, but it is interesting. There are about 1 million people in the U.S. who can ride a unicycle. That's not many. 1 million seems like a lot, but in the whole United States, only 1 million? There's a whole host of celebrities that can ride one, including Coldplay's Chris Martin, actor Rupert Grint, have no idea who that is, Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton, and baseball player Miles Plumley. Don't know who anybody is, and I don't even know who Chris Martin is, but I know the band Coldplay. But what about unicycles? The unicycle wasn't originally called the unicycle. Yep, the most obvious name for the unicycle wasn't its original name. The original patent filed in 1868 by inventor Frederick Myers listed the single-wheeled contraption as velopede, velocipede, something later backed up by another patent from inventor Baltistic Scurry in 1881 patent for Velcopede. How do you say that? V-E-L-O-C-I-P-E-D-E. I have no idea. That's why I could never do voiceovers for books. Um, now, Velopede was just a term for any sort of human-powered cycling machine, but it wasn't until people started calling two-wheeled bicycles that calling two-wheeled wheelers bicycles that people started referring to the one-wheeler as a unicycle. Oh, my God, that's I struggled out of that. There are a lot of different types of unicycles, despite the fact that they're all basically just a wheel, pedals, and sometimes a seat. Well, I would hope a seat. There are loads of variations on the unicycle out there. As you might expect, some of them have great names. There are the seatless unicycle, known as ultimate wheels, tall unicycles, very fittingly called giraffes, munzi, which are the mountain bike equivalent of a unicycle, and multi, or the tall ones are giraffes or munzies, and then um, multi, which are the mountain bike equivalent of a unicycle, money is, man, munzi. Are you following me? Because I'm not following myself right now. Sorry about that. Oh, and kangaroo, where the rider has to move both of the feet in unison, make them look like a kangaroo hopping around. The unicycle convention sports and races. People get big into unicycles so much there are multiple conventions. Unicon and Eurocycle being the two biggest. Yeah, so they have championships. They have all kinds of stuff. The world's tallest unicycle was over 100 feet tall. Wow. And then there's some incredible incredible unicycle world records. As you can tell, I'm trying to skim through this and get out of this because I'm struggling. This is like getting a... You know what it reminds me of? Back in the day when I was really little, getting an allergy test, you had to lay on your belly and they took this little micro screwdriver type thing and turned it on your back. And then they dropped on your back all the, the whatever allergen might be. You lay there and wait and then the doctor comes back in and looks at your back and sees what is bumped up. And then they decide what you're allergic to. 
and it was excruciating. And that's what this feels like right now. So I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, whatever. If you want to know more facts about the unicycle, head on over to the facts site. And I guarantee you'll um, have a lot better luck than I just did. It's because my brain is working the way it is right now, and it's wanting to work over time. And so reading isn't the easiest for me right now. So good thing I have an appointment coming up with my therapist. We'll be right back. Okay. Let's try to finish off this show with, uh, without stumbling from the History Channel. <laughs> I like learning history. I like learning facts, too, even though we didn't learn many facts about the unicycle. We learned that my pronunciation skills are very atrocious and that allergy tests back in the 70s were excruciating. So, American secures Guadalcanal. On February 8, 1943, Japanese troops evacuate Guadalcanal, leaving the island in allied position. I said that, right? Yay. Okay, enough. <laughs> um, 1968, three protesters die in Orangeburg Massacre. On the night of February 8th, 1968, police officers in Orangeburg, South Carolina, opened fire on a crowd of young people during a protest against racial segregation, killing three and wounding around 30 others. Wow. I didn't know that. It was The civil rights movement was very tumultuous. Uh, art literature and film history, 1915, The Birth of a Nation opens, glorifying the KKK. I've heard of the birth of the nation, never seen it or anything like that. Didn't know it had anything to do with the KKK. Here's one. Uh, in crime, 1924, first execution by lethal gas, Carson City, Nevada. The, the executed man was uh, Guy John, a member of a Chinese gang who was convicted of murdering a rival gang member. 1924. 1725, here's something for Russia, Peter the Great dies. 1587, Great Britain, Mary, Queen of Scots, is beheaded. Ooh, I remember this one. Sports, 1986. Boy, this is dating me, but I can remember it. I was only 16. Spud Webb, you're going to have to... Google him and watch this. Bud Webb, he was only 5'7", 5'7". He wins the dunk contest. One of the shortest players in history of professional ba uh, basketball. Wins the NBA slam dunk contest. Beating the Atlanta Hawk teammate and a 1985 dunk champion, the 6'8", Dominique Wilkins. <laughs> Spud Webb was only 5'7". He could leap, though. Uh, what else do we have? 1990, art literature and film history. Del Shannon, a 60s songwriter, dies of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Hmm, that's sad. Oh, I remember this. I remember when Jack Nicholson went all postal. 
1994, Jack Nicholson smashes windshield in an episode of Road Rage. I apologize if you're a postal worker for me saying that. That that was a term way back in the day. 1994, Jack Nicholson. Man, I remember that. And it's weird because years later, you would play a therapist counseling Adam Sandler in a black comedy called Anger Management. Uh, 1978, New England digs out of a blizzard, a classic nor'easter. That's what we had the other day. Brings in lots of fo- snow flow. <laughs> um, 1983, an Irish racehorse is stolen. Gunman steals the champion. R- Irish, Irish racehorse Shigar from a stud farm owned by Aggie Khan in County Kildare, Ireland. <laughs> and that, I think that does it for this day of history. At least that wasn't as excruciating as the unicycle. That was I don't, easy. I don't know if it was easy, but it was at least not as excruciating as learning about the unicycle. I don't know if we learned anything about the unicycle, to be honest with you. Uh, tell me how I did. I would love to hear from you. You can get a hold of me right at WLOAP.com. Or if you want, you can leave me a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. It's 315-326-1882. I want to thank Michael Ryan Thank all my listeners. Michael Ryan is one of my supporters. And then you out there just supporting me with your ears. I appreciate it so much. I say it time and time again. Thank you so much for your time. The most valuable gift you could ever give me. Something I could never give back. And for you spending a little bit of time with me. Means an awful lot to me. So thank you so much. I do appreciate it. And as always... Try to do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Take care, my friends. Peace.